You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back into another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson, back here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. And today, why don't we go ahead and break down the contributual, monumental, whatever the heck you want to call it, news about how Texas A&M is moving up in the rankings when it comes to the college football 2022 class, especially with all of these head coaches leaving. This episode of Locked On Aggies is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. What can I say? The holiday seasons are right around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky, but Omaha Steaks makes it easy. Just send to friends and families an unforgettable guaranteed gift that's going to be loved. Go visit omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar and order the perfect gift package. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube.com. We are building the channel up, baby, so you're not going to want to miss any bit of the action. And, of course, listen every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. As always, my name is Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show at Mr. Cole Thompson, name right down there below, and I love public feedback. So anything you can do to make this a more quality-sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12 May related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. Holy moly, thank you and every AM fan across the country should be writing a check to the University of Miami, to the University of USC. I know it's USC, I'm not going to go ahead and say that, Southern California, whatever you want to call it, to Ohio State, to all these different programs that are losing recruits because of the coaching carousel. You have Oklahoma losing Lincoln Riley, he's going out west to USC. You have Oregon losing Mario Cristobal, he's headed back east coast to Miami. You have Brett Venables coming in from Clemson, hurrying Clemson's likes. And who is prospering? Texas A&M. Not only have they landed superstar talents already, like Evan Stewart, like Walter Nolan, and a few other big bad names, but they got two more prospects who were in the running to be for both Oregon and Oklahoma in the past few days. Mark uh, Naboo, I think is how you say his last name. I, I'll, I'll probably ask Jimbo Fisher at National National Sign Day. Mark Naboo from Seattle, Washington of O'Day, is now joining Texas A&M. He officially committed on Monday afternoon. He is a premier offensive guard prospect, and that is the key. He's not a tackle prospect who maybe can flip inside to guard. He is a natural guard, which is exactly what I think Texas A&M is going to have to replace this upcoming offseason with the departure of Kenyon Green. If he is as advertised, he could come in right away and start. But the other name, the really big name that really surprised a lot of people late on Monday night, Gabriel Barnlow-Dindy, who was from a five-star prospect at Oklahoma, committed and flipped his commit just a few hours later. Of course, we already know that Brenton Venables was hired to be the next head coach for the Sooners. Uh, there was a report out there that uh, I, uh, Brownlee Finley was not interested. When you look it up, Brownlow, Din, uh, Brownlow Dindy uh, did say, you know, later on, I, it's nothing against personal. You know, it's not that I'm here. I just love the coaching staff. I love what AM has built. So I'm going to go ahead and play for them. Giga Meal. When you look at that, AM has now climbed into the top two 
of the recruiting board trailing just Georgia. Dindy is the nation's number 10 prospect. According to 24-7 Sports, he's on SI-99s, the guy that, you know, the people that I work for. He's on SI-99s group as well. So to have a top premier prospect in that rig, I think he's top, he's in the top 15, I believe it is. To be able to have that guy along with Connor Wangman, to have them along with Walter Nolan, to have them along with Evan Stewart, to have them along uh, with a few other smaller tier names, AM has completely climbed up. They've surpassed Alabama on 24-7's rankings, on uh, SI-99's rankings. We will not know the final rankings until actual national signing day on December 15th, but I have an inside scoop saying that they believe that AM has automatically jumped into that category right alongside, if not surpassed, Alabama at this point. They have an opportunity to land a few more big-time recruits. Harold Perkins, the linebacker out of Cyprus, is probably the most monumental name. But for Texas A&M, this is exactly why you brought Jimbo Fisher in. I don't think people understand when people are going, oh, he went 8-4 and four this year. Guys, he replaces quarterback, he replaces offensive line, he replaces quarterback due to injury. Calm the heck down. Oh, Jimbo Fisher can't do this. Well, guess what? Jimbo Fisher just landed you three premier recruits in the last two weeks. I mean, like, well, let's put that out there. Evan Stewart is here because of Jimbo Fisher. Martin Abu is here because of Jimbo Fisher. And the final piece of the entire resistance, now having the likes of Gabriel Bonlo Dindy, who's going to be able to play the defensive line role, and he's supposed to be an interchangeable player as well. To be able to have him into the conversation is here because of Jimbo Fisher. Why is he here because of Jimbo Fisher? Guys, I don't know what else to say. Um, Jimbo Fisher did not leave for LSU. That's it. Like, that's it. Hi, I'm going to stay here. I want to be a member of Texas A&M for the long haul. I do not want to go anywhere. This is home for me. Okay, I'm going to go sign with you because everyone else is leaving. You have to understand how the coaching carousel is actually propelling Texas A&M into the premier level of recruiting. They are now right on the cusp of being the top premier group. And when you look at the likes of Alabama, they really did not start getting their top recruiting classes until about 2010. And then at that point, they completely turned the corner. And that's when the dynasty truly began. You know, everyone wants to talk about how, oh, well, they won it in 2009. That's a great story. They won it in 2009. That's it. Like, they, they won it. That doesn't mean anything to me. You know, the next year, they went to, like, the Citrus Bowl or something like that. So, they had the down year. And then after that, they played LSU, and they won 21 nothing. And then after that, they played Notre Dame, and they won 21 nothing. And then after that, they lost on kick six, and that would have been a repeat to go face off against Florida State for the national title. And it didn't happen because of, again, they lost on a kick six, a fluke play. Besides that, they would have beaten Missouri that year in the SEC Championship, and they would have had a three-peat. Why? Because of recruiting. They were every single year during that time period, one of the top three recruiting classes. I think two years they were number one, one year they were number two. Recruiting does matter. It actually does. Like I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, you know, look at the, you know, the past where AM has had a top three recruiting class. That's coaching. You know, people under do people don't understand this whatsoever. Like having a good coach is just as important as having the recruits, but life becomes very easy when it comes to recruiting. If you're a stable coach and Jimbo Fisher, 100% is he's a top 10 coach in college football. I don't think anybody is going to argue that. Having the right recruits is going to make it your job so much easier. And now you're going in back-to-back -back years with the potential of being at least top six. I mean, you're for sure in top six. And now you're going to be number one. Sky's the limit. I mean, adding in a quarterback prospect who can come in right away and play is phenomenal. Adding in a defensive lineman who can come right in and play is phenomenal. Adding in a wide receiver who can come right in and play is 
is phenomenal. And then you just look at some of the other recruits that Texas A&M has on their roster right now that aren't even considered in that same category. Guys like Bryce Anderson, who's a four-star, I mean, you know, who's a lesser talent, but still a great player. Uh, Dalen Bouye uh, coming out of Georgia, another four-star safety or top-tier safety. LeVon Moss, a running back. P.J. Williams, an offensive tackle. Chris Marshall from Fort Bend. Nobody's talking about him, and he's actually a really good wide receiver. So you're adding all this talent that you're going to be able to build around and at worst, you're probably losing a couple to the transfer portal, and that's because if they want to play right away, and you may be even able to pull another name or two out of the transfer portal. I mean, if I'm Texas A&M right now, and I don't trust that Jalen Weidemeyer is coming back, I'm calling Austin Stogner from Oklahoma and getting his keister in the college station as soon as possible to give me an opportunity to run a 12-man personnel properly with a fully healthy and now fully learned Baylor Cup in the offense. I'm going to try and do that completely next year. But when you look at this team, recruiting does matter. It, it does. What matters is you have to have the right recruits, and you also have to be able to have the right coaching material. AM has both. They have a great recruiting class. Now they have an elite recruiting class, and they have the right coaches. The fact that people were leaving left and right may have actually been the biggest blessing in disguise. So you need to send Oregon a thank you card. You need to send USC a gift basket. You need to send Oklahoma a fond farewell kiss You know before they enter the SEC. There is a lot of coaching changes, and because of that, AM is prospering. They are prospering, salivating at the mouth, ready and geared up to go. This is only going to help, and here's the kicker of all that people are not talking about. When you plant your seed in one of those buildings and you see the success, so take a guy like Edron Cooper, guy out of Louisiana. Jimbo Fisher can go back there at any given moment and go, hey, look at this kid. Remember what he did? He did not go to LSU. He came to me, and now he's a first-round pick. You want to go ahead and do that, or you want to go be a member of LSU, maybe win a national championship and be a third-string linebacker. You don't understand how that part works. Once you plant your seed and it's successful, you 100% are dominating, dominating in the realm of recruiting. And then you're going to be able to go back to that area and bring more talent in. So you're spreading it all about. And soon, it's going to look like Jimbo Fisher is going to be owning more than just the state of Texas. He's going to have ties in Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. I mean, there's so many. Missouri. There's so many ties that Jimbo Fisher is going into. So you got to look at that. That is a huge, monumental win for Texas A&M in the long-term future. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts and it's for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of 5G phones as long as you can listen to every single one of our latest episodes. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line. So your family can have all the harness, all the brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do it at 5 speed. 5G speed, my, my apologies. With all that money, you'll save, uh, you know what, the knowledge you'll gain? A lot more power in your pocket. So switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G phone. When you switch over to America's largest 5G network, Boost Mobile, more power to save Boost. Disclaimer, free phone is not included to customers, one per line, additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverages may not be available in all phones and all networks. See Boost Mobile for more details. 
This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Price Picks. All right, listen up, college fantasy nerds. Have I got a deal for you? Price Picks is fantasy sports made easy for the college football fan. We already do it in the likes of the NFL. Might as well start doing it in college. You can pit on mid-major level players to superstars at the big power five schools. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. You can have any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns. Heck, you can even throw in interceptions if you really hate your quarterback. Looking at you, Iowa. Sorry about Seth Petras. So either way, more importantly, when you use the promo code LOCKED ON, you receive a 100% instant bonus up to $100 with your first deposit. So say you bet $10, you'll get $10. Say you bet $100, you'll get $100. That easy. Pick up to two to five players over under their projections. You can win up to 10 times the amount of entries. Easies and uh, entries are made in 60 seconds. More importantly, the fast withdrawals are right there for you. Every college football fantasy fan should have this. It's Price Picks Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I've been telling you right now. Hit that subscribe button. Big red button down below for, of course, listen every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. So let's talk about what Texas A&M needs to look for in the remainder of the recruiting class. There's a couple of names that they can go after, one of which right now seems to be the big one that just decommitted not too long ago, and that would be Kelvin Banks. Banks was a five-star talent that was expected to go play for Mario Cristobal at Oregon. And then Cristobal got up and he said, deuces, and he headed out back home to Miami. Now, before I go into anything with that, because if this is going to be a really big subject, I think that people are going to want to talk about, I have nothing against Mario Cristobal for doing this. I really don't. Uh, when you look at Cristobal, and, and I've gotten a chance to talk to him a few times just because of my ties with Alabama, covering the college football playoff before, you know, while, you know, talking to him via a press conference for the Pac-12 media days. So I've gotten to talk to him a few times. He is a Miami born and bred guy. and He is a huge family man. Like this is the biggest thing. When you hear about Jimbo Fisher talking about how Texas A&M is a family, it's cut from the same cloth. Except Mario Cristobal truly is one of the biggest family men that I have ever met in my life. He has great ties with his mother. He is, he had great ties, rest in peace, with his father. And his mother is getting sick. She's getting a little bit older. And this was a move that, according to people that I've spoken to, was always going to be in the works because if he wanted to return home to Miami at some point and be the head coach of the program that started his career once and for all, but it had to be the right AD. Blake James was not the guy that he wanted to go to. Once Blake James was let go, it began the search of possibly going after a guy like Cristobal. The way it ended with Manny Diaz was completely and utterly atrocious, but more importantly, this is not a bad move by Cristobal. The fact that he went on a radio show and talked to his fans, went on a, went into a uh, meeting with his players and said, I am leaving for the likes of Miami, was a big testament of who he is as a person. And that's why I think a lot of players are going to want to go and play for him, especially in Florida, especially leaving potentially the likes of the Gators, especially in like those Southern regions. Georgia schools are going to, I think, start looking at him. Probably Alabama is going to start looking at him. And the transfer portal, which again, nobody was really talking about. Remember last season, Michigan State, how they literally added 15 superstars and all of them started and look at the transition of that program. It's kind of the same thing. But with that in mind, Kelvin Banks, who is an elite prospect, now has the opportunity to restart his entire career, restart of where he's going. You know, a lot of people have been looking at him. A lot of people have been wondering uh, where he could fit inside of the ranks. And overall, I look at this team and I think that AM could definitely be in the running for him. I mean, when you look at 
what he's looking for, what else he's considering. Uh, they, they need a tackle. Like, they, they need a long-term tackle. I don't know what you want to do. Do you want to keep Ruben Fathery at the right side? Do you want to go ahead and try Trey Zahn at left tackle? Do you want to go ahead and maybe try a Blake Trainer? I mean, there's a lot of options that you can go with if you're Texas A&M. It's one of those things where if you don't think that you're going to be a pro, then maybe you transfer. If I mean, you stay. If you think you're going to be a pro, maybe you transfer, which then opens up a portal for another roster spot. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that this could go, but to be able to get a guy who's like six foot seven and be able to move with that type of potential is really, 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 really impressive. And there's a lot that's going to go into this. I mean, there's a few other names that people are looking at, but when you look right now, at what he brings to the table, what he offers to this team. Kelvin Banks has so many offers out there coming out of Humble, Texas. And again, it's one of those things where now Texas is going to be in the running. Now Texas A&M is going to be in the running. I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest one that people are going to be sleeping on in the next few years, Texas Tech. I mean, the hire of Joey McGuire, nobody is talking about. Like nobody is talking about just how talented Joey McGuire is as a recruiting aspect kind of guy. What he brings to the table when it comes to selling a program he was able to sell Waco without any question. And he did such a good job at that, that when they had a roster changeover and a coaching personnel changeover from Matt Rule to Dave Aranda, um, he was asked to stay on staff. Like that doesn't happen if you're not really, really, really good at your job. So that's just a testament of what a guy like Joey McGuire brings. And we're going to talk about him actually in the next segment. But I do want to preface that when you can have an opportunity to get a homegrown talent, a guy in Humble, Texas, literally right at the road, who is going to go leave to go to Oregon because of the offensive line play. Again, this is one of those things that people don't understand about Mario Cristobal when I talk about him in a positive light. He knows how to develop offensive linemen. Like he he 100% knows how to develop offensive linemen. And Texas A&M is slowly turning into another university that knows how to develop offensive linemen. Look at the way that last year they played. I mean, to me, that was the Joe Moore award winner. That to me was the Joe Moore award winner, hands down. They were one of those programs that when you look from top to bottom, they were able to develop an offensive line, especially in pass pro, so great. And that's a really big testament to Daryl Dickey. That's a really good, great testament to the offensive lines coaches. That's a really good testament to what Jimbo Fisher is looking for in those type of players. And now you have an opportunity to land probably one of the best of the bunch. You know, this is a guy that people were saying is very Panay Sewell-like, a clean-cut technician, really does not allow a lot of big plays, and he has the size already to be a plug-and-play left tackle. Kenyon Green, I think, was a little bit too small to be left tackle. I think that's why they tried him at guard and why he immediately was successful. This is a guy where I think that you immediately just play him at tackle and just see what happens. Like, like that's the type of talent he has. According to uh, multiple, you know, multiple people, they believe that Texas and Texas A&M are going to be the two major programs that are going after him. Apparently, he is being recruited by Josh Henson by Texas A&M, Kyle Flood, the offensive lines coach and technically offense coordinator at Texas, is recruiting him to go to the 40 Acres. This really could be a two-man race. If AM can land him, if they can land Harold Perkins, if they can land um, – there's a safety prospect that I'm blanking on off the top of my head. I'm trying to remember – who is it? Uh, I'll, I'll figure it out later. Anyways, when you look at what they could go ahead and get along with already adding in superstar players that they have, like a Hunter Herb and like a, a, a PJ Williams already on the roster, that's really setting yourself up for immense success. Like you're, like you're built – right now to be able to move the ball with ease on the ground. And in my opinion, the offense is not going to have that big of a change when you go to switch from Isaiah Spiller to whether it be Amari Daniels slash LJ Johnson and Devon A-Chain or one of those two and Devon A-Chain. 
you're still going to want to run the football. And that's going to be your bread and butter of this offense. And if you can do that, well, then you're really setting yourself up for a lot, a lot of success. The holidays are right around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky, but Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send your friends and family an unforgettable gift. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99, you'll get 24 entrees of the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breast, sides, desserts, and so much more. All you got to do is use that promo code COLLEGE and you'll get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. We've heard about the reports about shortages and sippings, but don't worry. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get free eight burgers when you enter the code COLLEGE. This is the perfect gift for bacon wrap filet mignons, for boneless chicken breasts, for Omaha steak burgers, for gourmet shrimp, uh, gumbo franks, uh, for individual scallop potatoes, caramel uh, or apple tartlets, and the seasoning that is free. Plus, you get the eight burgers. That is definitely what you want. Go visit Omaha Steaks. Use the promo code COLLEGE to get a deal on us. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. Now, make sure your second listen every single day is, of course, Locked on Bets with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. The daily picks, wagers, odds, and much, much more when you listen to to Locked on Bets every single day right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. All right, so let's go ahead and close this out. Connor Wright, I mean, uh, uh, Quinn Ayers. Let's talk about Quinn Ayers for a minute. There's a report now that Quinn Ayers is not expected to go to Texas A&M. I told you that that was always going to be the report. And let me explain why. Because the last thing you want to do is alienate a quarterback that you've been recruiting for so long to come to your program. That's the last thing you want to do. And you got to keep in mind that a guy like Connor Wangman, who is SI99's number three quarterback, I think he's the number four quarterback on 24-7 sports. When you look at those kind of things, when you see that and you hear about that, um... You got to keep in mind that the last thing you ever want to do is go ahead and hurt your entire school program because he's not just going for Texas A&M as a college football player. He's also going for college baseball. He is a great pitcher. He's a great outfielder. He's got a bat. He's able to play. He's going to add tremendous value to this staff as an athlete at Texas A&M. So the last thing you want to do is ruin his opportunity to be a stellar athlete at Texas A&M. So when you look at that, adding in a guy like Quinn Ayers is definitely going to hurt that conversation. Uh, he graded out as the number two quarterback on SI99 before reclassifying. And there's a report out there that he really likes Texas. There's a report out there that Riley Dodge, the uh, Doge, the, uh, court, uh, the head coach at South Lake Carroll, is in the running to become the next quarterback's coach at Texas Tech. If that happens, if that's the case, if that's what ends up inspiring – it feels like Texas Tech is going to be the place. Again, I'm telling you guys, watch out for Joey McGuire. He is going to be somebody who, if he brings in the right offensive mind, the right defensive mind, he is going to make Texas Tech a really solidified program because if he loves recruiting young talent. Now he's got to get the coaches in there to develop them. I think that Quinn Ayers has a very good opportunity to probably be the quarterback of the future out there. I think that maybe you look at a team such as Texas, and again, Texas has all the quarterback needs in the world, you also don't really need a quarterback right now as long as you have Wangman still on the roster because here's the deal. Haynes King is coming back. We don't know at what level he's going to be able to play, but he is coming back. That is huge for the program. And Zach Calzada, 
He was able to win you games. I mean, don't get me wrong. He struggled immensely at times, but he was able to win you games. So to be able to have him back in the roster as well, those are so big for the future of Texas A&M. That's really big for the present for Texas A&M as well, to where you can go in a multitude of ways. Adding in Ayers would have been great. It would have been fun. And you know what? The NIL deals would have been really great out there. You know, we always talk about what would have happened if Johnny Manziel was in college when NIL was a thing. Would he have stayed an extra year? Would A&M have possibly won a national championship? Maybe it's a good thing that it wasn't that way because if you lose Johnny Manziel, it finally starts to show that Kevin Sumlin was a little bit over his head. He really wasn't into recruiting. Maybe he just would have been fired as the head coach of Texas A&M. Maybe you would have missed out on Jimbo Fisher at this point. Maybe you would have felt uncomfortable with what direction you were going in. So everything happens for a reason. This would have been a really good job for Quinn Ayers if you didn't have Connor Wegman. Now, if Connor Wegman plays, you know, if Connor Wegman gets drafted to the MLB and like say the second round next year, then you have a problem. And then you probably should have gone after Ayers. But for now, to me, that doesn't make any sense. And I don't think that he's going to be like a first round talent or anything, especially because if he's already said that he will be coming to Texas A&M early after early signing day next Wednesday. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Thank you so much for joining us every single day. Follow me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. And of course, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. We will be back tomorrow to break down names who could be not playing in the bowl game. I'll be doing kind of like a buy or sell moment kind of thing to play that and tell that much, much more. See you then. And remember, yum yum. This has been Locked on Aggies. Presented by the Locked On Podcast Network.